Okay, well, hello everyone. Today I want to talk about um, a story about a man from the Old Testament, Joseph. You probably all or most all know the story. Um, but first I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been done wrong or hurt? Of course you have. Or taken advantage of by others in your life? Of course you have. Um, some of you may have been abused by a family member. Or maybe you were used in some other way. Or maybe you had money stolen from you or money unpaid to you that was owed you, uh, even maybe by a friend, maybe you were lied to by somebody you love. Everybody's had something done wrong uh, to them by someone else. And uh, people do us wrong on a daily basis in, in some context, right? Uh, and, and the thing is that we have all done other people wrong as well. So uh, we have to be kind of careful in how we we judge others. And it's easy to feel sorry for yourself. I, was, uh, I know I'm, I'm planning on going to India in October, Lord willing. And India has possibly more orphans, children, boys and girls who are abandoned by their parents for many different reasons than any other country in the world. And these orphans, many of them be, uh, become thieves on the streets, and a large percentage of them become um, slaves, uh, in a sense, of, of other people and who take them in, and they use them for their own profit. Um, some of them turn uh, become slaves in prostitution, and in the, 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 the sex slave trade. Uh, or we could go to uh, Thailand, which is horrible. People are done wrong on a regular basis. Children, young boys who are uh, right after they're born, many of them are taken to see the monks, the priests. And the priests tell many of these young boys, uh, their parents, that they have a spirit of a, a girl, a woman, a female inside their heart. And so these young boys, many, so many, are brought up as women, as girls. And, uh, and that's something that, that bothers them, many of them, the rest of their lives. And they have to deal with Some of them don't get out of that. And some of them become involved in, uh, in prostitution as well. These boys, they, they call them she-girls. Yeah, we've all done been done wrong in our life, and we're we're so blessed in here in America. But um, you know, even so, even as believers, we're tempted to hold grudges against other people and to dwell on how we've been wronged. We want to look at Joseph today, and remember Joseph in the Old Testament. Who can tell me how many brothers that Joseph had? Yeah, he had eleven, didn't he? And who was his mother and his father? Right? Uh, Jacob was his dad. That, and God changed his name to Israel, remember? And his mother's name was Rachel. And he had like the 11 brothers. So there was 12 of the brothers. And from them we, we find um, uh, come the 12 tribes of Israel. And 
And then through these 12 tribes, through one of these tribes, through the tribe of Judah, Jesus, the Messiah, would be born. The only hope for Israel, the only hope for mankind. So when Joseph was young, his father made him something. Do you, Does anyone remember what his father, Jacob, made Joseph? A coat? A coat of many colors, yes. I'm going to read a few verses as we go along and tell this story. Genesis 37, 3 and 4 says, Now Israel, or that's Jacob, loved Joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. So his brothers were jealous. And then Joseph had a dream at some point as he grew. And it seemed to indicate that he would reign and rule over his brothers. And he shared it with his brothers. And, and they hated him even more. Now, apparently, uh, Benjamin was born at some point around this time or a little after or maybe a little bit before. Uh, but, but the time came that Joseph dreamed another dream. And in this dream, the sun and the moon and 11 stars would bow down before Joseph. And when he shared this dream, the family took it to mean that Joseph's mother and father and all 11 brothers would bow down before him. And uh, his brothers did not care much to hear that kind of language. They were jealous of Joseph. Verse 11 of the same chapter, and his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the saying in mind. Now, a day came when many of um, Joseph's brothers were pastoring the flock, probably uh, sheep, and Jacob told Joseph, he told his son to go check on his brothers. So remember now, keep in mind, today we're talking about how we should respond when people do us wrong. How were Joseph's brothers about to do him wrong? You may know that. We'll, we'll read it at verses 18, 18 through 20 of the same chapter. They saw him from afar. So Joseph went to check on his brothers and the flock. They saw him from afar. And before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes this dreamer. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. But we know that instead of killing him, what did they do? They decided to strip him of his coat of many colors and throw him in a pit. A little later, they would change their mind again, and they pulled him from the pit and sold him to, uh, to a caravan that was passing by going to Egypt. And the caravan then sold Joseph as a slave to Potiphar. And this man was the captain of Pharaoh's guard. Verse 31, then they took Joseph's robe and slaughtered a goat and dipped the robe in blood. So Joseph's brothers um, 
they they presented this bloody robe to Joseph to Jacob and they let him believe that a wild animal had devoured him so but jet but Joseph he himself became a slave in Potiphar's house and someone did more wrong to Joseph he's had a rough life so far he's been jealous of, his family's been jealous of him and they, they were going to kill him. They sold him into slavery. And now someone has, as a slave, someone does him wrong. So that who does uh, Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph to lay with him, with her. And when she would not, she falsely accused him of rape. And Joseph was thrown into prison. So after a while in prison, a couple of the inmates come to Joseph with telling him that they had dreams. And Joseph interprets the dreams for both of them. And one of them he interpreted would die, and he died. And the other one he said um, would return to, to work for the Pharaoh, and he would be reinstated. And so he was. But Joseph stayed in prison for how many years more? Yes, two more years. So Joseph has been done wrong, and he's suffering for it. But God gets the glory while he's in prison, over and over. And Joseph give, gives God the, 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 the credit for his interpreting dreams. And then after two years, the Pharaoh comes, and somehow he hears, he has a dream, and, he, and he, he hears that Joseph can interpret dreams, and he contacts him, and Joseph interprets the dream and says, there will be seven years of, uh, of good produce and good grain, great growth, great harvest, and then that will be followed by seven years of famine. So then Joseph is given power and he becomes second only to the Pharaoh. So he goes from the deep prison to ruler over Egypt, second to Pharaoh. And under his authority, he, he saves up much grain for the first seven years. And when the, the, uh, the drought comes, his brothers in Canaan are hungry because there's no food and they come to Egypt where Joseph has saved all this grain up. Now he, to make a long story short, Joseph takes in his family and he moves his father and, and, and everything they have to Egypt and he takes care of them the rest of their life. And after Jacob dies, the brothers are scared because Jacob is not there to protect them with his words against Joseph. They know they have done Joseph so wrong. And Joseph is powerful now. And his dreams came true. He might torture them or even slay them for all of their sin. And they, and they come to him and say, please don't kill us. And here Joseph, we're about to close here. Here Joseph gives, gives us an example of how we should view any wrong that someone has done to us. Genesis 50, 19. 
But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear, I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So, uh, you know, this is this is great. Um, how how does someone give that kind of forgiveness instead of dwelling on how he's been wronged? Um, he forgives and loves and takes care of the ones who have hurt him. How do we act toward others who have done us wrong? Do we dwell on it? You know, do we dwell on it over and over? Let it run in loop form in our head? Do we think of ways that uh, that uh, this person is, is evil and how we're better than they are? Or, or how our life might have been different if we hadn't been hurt so bad? Does it fill you with bitterness and anger? You know, Jesus told Peter, um, he said, when Peter said, Lord, how often would my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And Jesus said to him, I do not say seven times you should forgive him, he was talking about, but 77 times, all right? And hey, look at this. This is amazing. Joseph was done wrong, and God meant it for good. And how did it come to good? Well, it came to good for Joseph. But remember, Israel and his his 12 sons were all saved. And the tribe, of, if they had been killed or died of famine, Jesus would not have been born in the tribe of Judah. Right? And so there would be no Messiah. So God meant this for good. God meant all the troubles and trials that Joseph went through for good. And it should be no, um, you know, Nothing, you know, out of the ordinary for us who know God's word. Um, it's no surprise. Uh, Romans, I think it's eight twenty-eight says, "For for all things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord, for those who are the called according to His purpose." Now, can you think of anyone in the Bible who was done worse to than Joseph was? He had a rough life, and he, it was probably worse than your life and my life. But God turned it for good. Now, who else was done wrong in the Bible? Yes, Jesus was done much worse. I'm going to read a few verses out of Matthew uh, 26 and 27. Then they spit on in his face and struck him, and some slapped him. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole battalion before him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head, put a reed in his hand, right hand, and kneeling down before them, they, him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit on him, and they took reed, the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, kind of like Joseph's robe was stripped. And they put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. So uh, Jesus was done wrong. 
And he could, I mean, he willingly laid down his life. He could have called 10,000 angels. But, you know, Jesus was done wrong by these people. But he was also, it was not only them. It was us that he died for. You and I, we've chosen our own way over and over and over. And yet, God, Jesus, what did he say? He said on the cross, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And God offers his forgiveness. Uh, you know, Jesus was done wrong. And yet, uh, the Bible says, um, Romans 6, 23, I think, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, Jesus, um, he was paid the wages of our sin with his death that we deserved so that we could have life. And then he defeated death so we could be raised up and, and with him in justification. He'll proclaim us just on judgment day. Um, so, um, you know, may, if you've been done wrong, forgive like Joseph did. And, and more than that, forgive like Jesus forgave you. Um, now let me read that the main part of the text today for us to take with us. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Help us not to dwell uh, on the things that have been done wrong unto us. If, if justice were, were given to us without the mercy of Christ, we would all wind up in hell. Uh, we would be zapped into hell. And, um, and so we thank you for your forgiveness through Jesus, Lord. And as believers, Lord, please, Put it in our heart to forgive others, no matter if we live in India or Thailand or America, no matter how bad we've been treated, if we've been abused, sexually molested or beaten, uh, whether money's been stole from us, where people, where, whether someone has lied to us over and over, Lord. Help us to forgive, Lord, and not to hold it against them. And, and to remember that everything works together for the good, for those who love the Lord, for those who are the called according to his purpose. And those that have done us wrong, Lord, help us to care for them and love them and pray for them as Joseph did for his brothers. In Jesus' name, amen.